0: Caring for a sick loved one is one of the hardest things a person can go through. But as Damien Rogers found out, it can also be an opportunity to learn how to live a more meaningful life. Welcome to the Conversation Piece. This is Damien Rogers. Hi, I'm Damien Rogers, and I wanted to say thank you to the walrus for inviting me to speak to you tonight. On the subject of better living, it's actually my mother's 70th birthday today. And she would have loved this topic if she could be here. Her favorite magazine, when she could still read, was Prevention, which if you're not familiar with it, I mean, it's no walrus. It's dedicated to celebrating the lifestyle of better living. Eat right, exercise, keep a gratitude journal, you know, all that jazz. I used to joke that my mother was going to outlive us all. But almost a decade ago, my health-conscious mother was diagnosed with dementia at the age of 61. What I'd like to talk about tonight is what I've learned about living better from witnessing the progression of my mother's illness. When my mother was first diagnosed, she wasn't able to accept it. She was understandably terrified. She lived alone. She'd lost her job. She didn't even live in the same country as her only child. It was too much. In a state of desperation, she began a mnemonic project of her own design. She tried to memorize a list of 150 animal names. I didn't know where this idea came from. It seemed like her plan was that she was going to memorize this list so that she could prove to the doctors that there was nothing wrong with her. She copied this list out over and over and over. She filled notebooks, sketchbooks, the inside jacket covers of novels and self-help books, all with these names of different animals. Even after she entered an assisted living facility, she continued to compulsively copy out this list. I think it became a way for her to focus her fear into some kind of activity, and I think the repetition of it was at least a little bit calming. I even found the names of animals scrawled across two of her pillowcases. I couldn't help but picture these animals running through her dreams my mother wasn't the only one who was afraid. I became terrified that this was gonna happen to me too. But I wasn't gonna bury my head in the sand. I wasn't gonna hide from the truth. I was gonna spit into a mail-order DNA test tube. And I found out that I do actually carry a copy of the APOE4 gene, which does increase my risk of developing dementia. So I began to do all the research that I could. I gathered information, tried to pay attention to the current science, which, you know, if you do, it's always changing, just to find out what is recommended that I could do to decrease this risk. I take a heroic dose, dose of curcumin every day, swallow spoonfuls of fancy fish oil, along with a host of other supplements. I bike to work, I meditate, I drink tea, I eat blueberries and greens and sweet potatoes. I started to police my own cognitive health. I'd freak out whenever I switched up words saying salsa instead of hummus or forgot the name of an acquaintance. On my worst day, I was cooking, following five different complicated health food recipes, solo parenting and packing for a writing retreat all at the same time. I was melting a quarter cup of coconut oil on the stove when my son called me into the living room. He showed me something in his dinosaur book, and I I sat down and I totally spaced out about the oil on the stove until the smoke alarm went off. And when I ran back into the kitchen, there was a column of flame about three feet high rising out of the saucepan. I panicked. I couldn't remember what you're supposed to do for a grease fire. I knew it wasn't water, it's not water. I threw water on it. Um, my son was screaming, make it stop. It was a mess. Um, you know, I cleaned it up. The house didn't burn down. Later, I texted my husband and I said, you know, I'm really worried about my brain. And he texted me back, dude, no offense, but you've been burning pots since I met you in 1998. <laughs> Still, I made an appointment for a full cognitive health evaluation. Towards the end of the exam, the doctor conducting the test asked me to list as many animal names (laughs) as I could in two minutes. And I smiled. I mean, I suddenly understood where my mother's list came from, you know, this bargaining exercise we do. And I also saw that in trying to face the specter of this illness head on, that I too had lost myself in my own lists. Before I leave you, I wanna tell you what it's like for me to spend time with my mother now and how I've learned to get past at least some of that fear. My mother no longer knows my name. She couldn't explain who I am to anyone who might ask her, who is this Joanna? But we still find each other in a space past language I play old songs she used to love to sing with me when I was a child on my phone. Sometimes she knows the words to the chorus, sometimes she hums the melody. These are the moments that I feel the closest to her. No matter how anxious I am before I see her, when we're sitting together like that singing, I am filled with gentleness and patience, and I'm completely present. It's in this way that she's teaching me how to treat myself with that same kindness. Because sometimes the ghost of an old fear, usually about money, will bubble up inside my mother while we're together. And we ride through it like a wave. Her body stiffens, her face clouds. She might mutter something about a bill. I hold her hand. I speak in a calm voice, and it passes. We turn our attention back to the music. A line will suddenly leap forward. Maybe James Taylor singing, I always thought I'd see you again. And our eyes will well up as we sing that line together. And there we are, just there. And it's better. Thank you. Damien Rogers is a poet, an author, and a teacher. And she spoke at the Walrus Talks Living Better in 2019. And she's just one of the over 800 fantastic Canadians who have wheeled, walked, or virtually zoomed onto a stage at the Walrus Talks and the Walrus Talks at home. If you like this show, we'd appreciate it if you take a few moments to do these three things. Subscribe, leave a rating and review, and share this episode with one of your loved ones. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,